Raising Unicorns! Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Raising Unicorns. Me! Rise up! Rise! <laughs> it's time for the marketing headlines! So we'll just go over some marketing headlines from the past month. And the first one might feel a little bit like old news, but we got some new stats. So I think it's kind of interesting. <laughs> okay. okay, so here's my cheesy headline that I came up I with. I love these. Taylor Swift dating Travis Kelsey is home run for NFL. <laughs> wow, <laughs> incredible. Who's a copywriter? <laughs> it's like they got a grand slam and slid into the end zone through the dugout. <laughs> I'm sure every, probably everyone's written that but i didn't see it <laughs> oh run so. that's the worst thing i've ever heard <laughs> the fanatics have reported a 400 percent increase in kelsey's jersey sales oh so he's in the top five players in the nfl for jersey sales. that's 400 percent is wild right? that's insane that's like hyperbolic growth that's nuts that like afternoon sunday game where they were together was reported the game had averaged 24.3 million viewers so Holy Count. It was the most watched television program of the week. It's about 20% yeah. of the total viewership of the Super Bowl in one regular season game. Yeah. Not even like, you know, postseason. Right. Like, just like random. Just a rando game. Um, there was a threefold increase in the Chiefs' ticket searches. Holy crap. And then the Chiefs sold more tickets in a single season since the start of the 2023 season. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like and then the other crazy thing is that's just like the nfl and the chiefs that's not including like all these other brands that hopped on to try and you know ride the wave of this you know weird cultural phenomenon like dude she's Valley a freaking mega forced not a wave she's a tsunami dude everywhere she goes just like just like changing what's except that? for the tsunami doesn't like destroy towns like polishes and make everything yeah bold. right it saves the economy and, and everything's in sequence <laughs> right <laughs> And leotards. <laughs> so my biggest takeaway, obviously not every CEO can date Taylor Swift, right? Are you trying to say I should date Taylor Swift? <laughs> I mean, it'd be great for Harmon Brothers. I'll see do what it, I can do. Do it for the team. <laughs> Tay Tay, I'm looking at you, girl. <laughs> this is Shane's best attention to woo. <laughs> I'm happily married with four children. <laughs> yeah. But I think like the the NFL tapped into a huge, passionate fan base mm -hmm. that I think most people would assume like they're probably not watching the NFL religiously. Swifties? Yeah, and no. definitely not the Chiefs team specifically. How cool to like push on your assumptions that, oh, this group of people like isn't our demographic and instead like build a new narrative and kind of like authentically try to find a way to connect with new people and like mm -hmm. offer them something. You know what I mean? It'll be really interesting to see if that's sustained, like say like, cause like, are they actually dating? They're, they're dating, right? Well, I mean, it's anyone's guess. Everyone says everyone is a PR yeah. relationship, but I, it would seem that it's real. I mean, he's hanging out with her, her mom or his mom. Yeah, I if, guess. yeah if, if his mom hates her that much, it's probably real. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it'll be really interesting to see, like, if they stop dating or, like, after this has becomes, like, kind of like, okay, it's like, you know. Like a flash in the pan. It's a flash in the pan. But, like, how many of those women, like, who actually started watching games yeah. because of this? Because they're interested in, like, the, the relationship actually yeah. keep watching we'll it. maintain that. You know, and all of a sudden, like, it's like one of those things, like, 10 years from now, it's like, oh, how'd you become a fan of the Chiefs? Um, <laughs> well, Taylor Swift dated Travis Kelsey. Yeah. You know what I mean? It converted 
me. Converted me? Yeah, that's so interesting. <coughs> and I feel like either way, it's still a win. Oh, for sure. It's like, There's no doubt. Yeah, it's Even either if it's like, temporary. Yeah, it's like a seasonal success. Or it's like, oh yeah, you made like long-term fans of yeah. this team. It's, it's like crazy though too, because it's like, even if this would have happened three years ago before yeah. the pandemic, right? Like before the Eras tour, it wouldn't have been that big a deal. It'd have right. been like it'd be like if anyone else was in. It's like you know, yeah. Megan Thee Stallion is like in the stand state. They, it's just like Jack Nicholson at a, yeah. at, a, at a like a you know a Lakers game. It's right. like okay, they cool, they're famous. Here's a shot of them. Well, and I also think it's because Swifties are notoriously like obsessive, obsessive, yeah. yeah. And so it really like lends to this like, oh, she's dating Travis. Like I'll buy everything. I'll buy everything. I will drop ten. Okay, right now <laughs> like she I'm is insane. my god yeah you know what else is insane too about like just like this whole effect of swifty it's like the the modern internet economy it is crazy how fast when that event happened how fast there was instantaneously merchandise for sale true like tapping into this cultural moment yeah of like I'm a fan of Taylor Swift's football team with the Chiefs like logo yeah. on it, like just stuff like that. Like it was like within, I kid you not, like 36 hours. Yeah, you blinked and I, there's merchandise. It was merchandise. there. Yeah, and it's like, and there's memes within hours of the game like being done. <laughs> yeah, like while it's still happening, it's like still going on. And <laughs> yeah, like, and it already has like an Atlantic article. Like, yeah, about it. like, <laughs> the game's not even finished. Yeah, it, it hasn't even started. They already like know what's gonna happen, and which is like, yeah, I feel like it's good and bad because oh, yeah. it means like you can capitalize on something really fast but it also means like it is a flash in the pan so constantly yeah know. and it falls apart so quick and then it's like like um there was this article that was like taylor swift eating seemingly ranch and then heinz was like oh we're coming out with a product called seemingly ranch and I, i'll be so curious to see like once it hits the shelves like will people yeah, buy like, it anymore because some product like you can't rush to market or there's a hard cost and time you have to put in to like bring it to market right right because most stuff i saw was like merch like yeah. people can print stickers yeah, machines yeah. like if someone can build an illustrator yeah you can have it on a sticker machine in like 25 minutes you totally. know what i mean like super fast or, or screen printing for shirts because it's yes. a lot of shirts and stuff like that but like food products like you got to go through like fda like approval you got to get a like <laughs> yeah. into your distributors like it's not like an easy thing so it's right. like is it worth it <laughs> yeah yeah so i think there is such a hunger in the market right now for businesses who are just like being real or for like organic marketing that feels like honest. I guess here's my takeaway. I think sometimes instead of improving your marketing, it's just about improving what your product can do for people. So instead of thinking of like a fancier way to say something, it's like, let's improve this actual product yeah. and what it can do for people. You know, if you build the product the right way and you position it in the right way, then it's easy to sell, you know, and then couple that with amazing, like creative, then it flies off shelves. But yeah, yeah it's like, that's like a different thing is like, uh, they they changed the offering and the offering just happened to be Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey dating. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, wow, there's a huge subset of people who want yeah. this. We could never like engineer yeah, this. We can't but replicate it. We will take it. the 4X sales. <laughs> yeah, and we'll probably try. So HelloFresh has been losing customers. Uh, I assume it's similar to kind of what we talked about last time with Grubhub and yeah. Uber Eats. It's COVID, expensive. COVID's over. It's expensive. People are losing money. But HelloFresh's average order size is increasing. And so they're not hemorrhaging money. Does that but make they, sense? But the total user base is going down. Total, yeah. So what that means, to, that says to me, yeah. is there are, there was a big peop, bunch of people that adopted it, 
some people could actually afford it. Yes. The, they adopted more and they are like using it more. Yeah. But then all the people who are like, oh, that was fun for like the one time promotion, but this thing is freakishly expensive. Yes. And so they took advantage of the people who can afford it. And so <laughs> like how how can we incentivize you to add more to your order? Yeah. Um, which I think is such a smart move. And like, it's interesting to think about which brands it's like, look, you're you're gonna hemorrhage money trying to reach everybody. You're trying to reach a general audience. Like, how can you just make the people who love you spend a crap ton more on you? Dude, this that's like so depressing to me because it's, <laughs> it's just like it's like the rich get richer, right? And they're like, but then the poor just can't afford it. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I, yeah. In like, this economy, <laughs> it just feels like anyway. It's like it's like it's like it's like really great convenience for like people and like you know. But then it's like. Oh, but it's still hellaciously expensive. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, cool. But I do think it's, this HelloFresh is super interesting because I do feel like it's like the meal service world during COVID, just like it was natural because it's like people couldn't go out to eat, people couldn't do these things, but like they, this was such a natural thing. And they had a lot of really great promotions where it was like 50% off yeah. like, for like the first like Dude, month of meals or whatever. You could cheat the system so easily. Oh, I know totally. people who were like, I've only paid like five bucks for a meal just from like emails Which and is referrals. So hard yeah. to even do on fast food. Yeah. Like seriously. that's crazy. And like, these are like real good, high quality foods that are being like, because it's a loss leader that they do this at. Because like a lot of times the hard cost on some of these meals is like six bucks. Oh, yeah. You know, especially because they have to, they have to free them they have to flash freeze them and then they have to package them with oh, like transportation and then they ship them and it's expensive so the actual cost of the food is actually quite high at the end of it so they they get this as a loss leader and they usually set it up as a subscription service to where yeah. you have to actively go in and email them not just cancel it's not like netflix where you push cancel button you have to email them a cancellation so that their hope and oftentimes is that you and i've been praying i've been i've fallen prey to this yeah. is that you don't realize that you have to go in and do that and that the fir you get a full month of like the f full price version so they can make up for some of that loss because oh. it is if, if everyone just did only 50 percent, they would just lose money like crazy do you feel like it's a manipulative thing to do or do you feel like it's a good business practice or well, which part trying to trap your uh customers into a oh, consumer thing? i don't know i mean like it's, it's like it's it wasn't that hard i've i've canceled one of them and it was just like i just had to email the customer service yeah. thing and it was like thanks for letting us know your like last payment like the one that you just got will be your last yeah you know i feel like subscriptions it's weird because it's like it is helpful like if you like that thing it is yeah. helpful you are like, helping the customer out there's i have probably like at our house we have probably like five or six subscriptions on amazon and some of them are like vitamins yeah you know or like one of them is like this might show my ocd is i have this specific couch cleaner for leather that I do every six months. And so I literally set it up to get to my house every six months to yeah. like remember to take care of the couch. Cause it's like, yeah, you know, a nice yeah. couch, right? So or I want to like make sure I maintain it. Or like filters and stuff. Yeah, like, like air filters. Yeah, it, like it's very helpful. Yeah. I think sometimes when it's really premium products, it's very, very few people are going to be yeah. ordering HelloFresh every single month yeah. for like for 30 day. meals or even 14 meals yeah. like out of the month. Like that's so much money. Yeah. I don't think most compared to when you go buy it with groceries or yeah. even fast food, like it's, it gets really expensive per yeah. meal per head and per person in the household. So yeah. I don't know. It, it's, it's like, I get it as a marketing thing. And I also think too, it's like, 
if it automatically auto ships, you're not going to be like, oh man, now I can't eat this food. You right. know, I have too much food. It's like people <laughs> eat all the time. Yeah. Because I've had some times like that where I, I set up a subscription and I forget to cancel it. Yes. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, it's going to take me two years to get through this vitamin C. Yeah. You know, I have way it's too much so vitamin much C. Yeah. <laughs> as long as it's not like you got to jump through so many hoops or you like the worst is the ones where you're like, I got to can't, I got to like have my credit card company go fight yeah. these guys. Those ones I feel like it crosses the line. This is the last one. Let's I think this is interesting. Okay. Okay. So this is about pumpkin spice as like a marketing movement. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know this, but Starbucks came out with the flavor in 2003. I kind of felt like it was an older phenomenon than that but to me that's like relatively young yeah but like since then it's become such a hallmark of the fall you know oh yeah and then so many brands hopped onto the pumpkin spice train you know what i mean there's like pumpkin spice oreos like oh yeah pumpkin spice candles candles since i saw recently the um, pumpkin spice latte candles yeah there's a car um fixer upper what do you call it a mechanic shop that said like <laughs> <laughs> what's that what's that place where they fixer upper like like they do on the houses but for cars it's a doctor for your automobile. Like, or like a surgeon, because I guess his hands are in it. Get in there. <laughs> but it said like pumpkin spice oil change. Or like. <laughs> so, and I've seen, I saw someone online said the same thing. So it's like become this bigger than life advertising movement of like, we know this is beloved by so many people that we can evoke a feeling just by saying yeah. pumpkin spice. I think even like people are making content where they're like, yeah. it's pumpkin spice latte season it's not it's the fall it's yes, psl season it's PSL it's like, season. what people are advertising for free about this thing there are endless sketches and it's also cool because at some point in time when it was like you know cool girls are like i'm not like other girls i don't like pumpkin spice latte it was like a little embarrassing i feel mm -hmm. but now it's had this full like recon of like no, we all love it. We're let's embracing all, it. Let's all not pretend it's not the best thing in the whole world. Yeah, because from last July to this July, Pumpkin Products raked in uh, over $800 million. What? Um, which is a 42% increase from the same period in 2019. Wild. So I feel like... You know, it's always been a thing, mm -hmm. but it's interesting how culture has just reclaimed that. It's a season. It's a season. It's it's almost a hallmark of fall. And like, I don't know if it's, I, I don't, I mean, eggnog has been around forever, but that's like the closest, closest proxy yeah. I can think of. And yeah. like, it's so, nobody buys eggnog in freaking like March. No. You know, even though it's winter, you know, like <laughs> yeah. or, or February, it's only sold in like November and December because it's part of the season. Right. And that's how pumpkin spice latte is yeah and i can't think of anything else that's ever done that this is another interesting aspect of it so this article that i read said because people are competing for the pumpkin spice space of like oh get my pumpkin spice thing they're starting the season earlier and earlier and trying to you know it's the whole like selling christmas trees in october yeah. like they're trying to start fall earlier and they're saying like that specific part of the pumpkin spice culture it will eventually like it'll run out you know because at what point does fall become the whole year and then it's not special anymore All right. okay thanks shay yeah thanks shane thanks for watching we'll see ya <laughs> <laughs> thank you for watching raising unicorns subscribe now